Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we will be discussing an article that Nebraska Extension Educator Ben Beckman wrote for the March issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, Is the Price Right? Thanks for joining me today, Ben. Glad to be here, Aaron. Ben, the focus of this article is really around trying to fairly value some of these non-traditional forages, thinking about things like sorghum sedan, millets, oats, looking at those and thinking about them on a price per unit of energy, price per unit of protein, both as we think about hay and as we think about silage. Give some perspective on how we might think about valuing some of these forages that maybe we don't see a USDA hay price report for and how we might arrive at something that really values them fair, both for the person selling that crop as well as the person buying it. So when we're looking at a lot of these different forage options, Aaron, like you said, they're, they're not always as traditional, not as frequently uh, occurring, but they're really good options a lot of times when we're looking at energy content. Um, sometimes we can even get pretty high protein contents from these. And not knowing where they fit and how much we should pay for them uh, a lot of times deters people from using them as a feed source, and that shouldn't be something that we run across. So the first step whenever we're trying to price something out is we need a reference. So you can do this, either go ask maybe somebody that deals in hay in your neck of the woods, uh, you know, what average price for a good round bale is, uh, grass or alfalfa. Uh, something that I like to always keep an eye on is the USDA hay summary that comes out weekly and really breaks down value of bales. Uh, we've got three different regions in the state of Nebraska and it gives us, uh, especially from the alfalfa standpoint, kind of common energy and protein contents for you know, high quality, good quality, poor quality, and gives us a really good reference background to look from. Um, if we don't have that, uh, we probably need to have a forage test or something like that that we can work from, because what we need to do is break this down onto a cost per unit of dry matter and then break it down further into cost per unit of energy or per unit of protein. So how we'll do this is we'll take our analysis and we'll look at the percent dry matter or percent moisture. Uh, those are just inverse of each other. So if we have 80% dry matter, that means that our, our feed stuff is 20% moisture. And we just take the cost of that feed and divide it by our percent dry matter and that gives us a cost per unit of dry matter. So for example, maybe we have some alfalfa bales. Um, we're being charged $110 per ton and they're 85% dry matter. We take 110, divide it by 85% or 0.85, and we get $129.41 per ton of dry matter. And why we need to do this is because we can't compare things that have different moisture values. It's just not fair to do that. We have one bale that has 20% moisture and one bale that's only got 10% moisture. We might be paying more for the drier bale just on a flat basis, but we're actually um, getting more out of it because there's actually more content in that and, and less actual water weight. So we need to get everything on an even playing field and we need to look at it on a, a dry matter basis. Once we figure out that cost per unit dry matter, we just divide it by either our percent crude protein or our percent uh, energy, usually TDN, and that gives us our cost per unit of protein or cost per unit of energy, whichever one that we wanna look at and compare. So we do that for our reference bale. 
we go through then and, and whatever bale that we want to compare it to, whether that's sorghum sedan grass, milo, small grains, and then we can really start to compare on an even basis and say, okay, this alfalfa hay is going to cost me, you know, 34 cents per pound of, of dry matter protein. Uh, maybe that sorghum sedan grass is going to cost us something closer to, to 45 cents per pound of dry matter protein. We want to feed protein. The alfalfa is a better choice. We might then go over and, and look at energy values and, hey, the alfalfa hay's got 11 cents per pound of dry matter energy. And we look at our sorghum sedan and, and that's only nine cents per pound of dry matter energy. The sorghum sedan is going to be a better value for us from an energy standpoint. And so we can start to make those comparisons as a person utilizing that hay, if we're somebody that's feeding it, we can start looking and say, okay, um, we're in the ballpark with things, or maybe we're really overvaluing this, and that's why we're not able to move it, or, or we're actually undervaluing it, um, and we could raise our price up and, and justify that. Ben, I thought you did a nice job in the article summarizing how you want to think about valuing these on a price per unit of energy, price per unit of protein. There's a nice tool, the Excel Space Spreadsheet tool, the Feed Cost Calculator, that can also help people compare these feeds to one another. And the thing I really like about this tool is it includes all costs to get that feed into the belly of a cow. So when we're thinking about comparing feeds, we want to obviously look at them on a price per unit of energy and price per unit of protein. But there's also often some cost associated with getting that feed to the place, storing the feed, uh, taking that feed out, delivering it to the cattle, and also waste loss. So the feed cost calculator really allows us to go through all those steps to get to the place where we're actually looking at a price per unit of energy and price per unit of protein into the belly of the cow. And, you know, that's one I think in my mind, especially on some of these more non-traditional feeds like a sorghum sedan or things like that, we need to take into account sometimes there can be a little more waste with some of those than we might have with some other feeds. So really valuing those into the belly of the cow can help us make the best decision in terms of what might be the most economical feed resource. That's a really great point, Aaron. And uh, even from just understanding uh, from a purchasing standpoint, it might help us make some decisions, uh, you know, and how we deliver that feed. Maybe we've got um, something that has quite a bit of waste to it, but it seems like it would be a, a good deal if we could get that waste down. Uh, instead of just feeding it out onto the ground, maybe we decide to put that into a, a bale feeder and feed it that way or grind it up and feed it in a, a more traditional ration and utilize it that way. Having that decision-making tool and really looking and seeing where are our costs breaking at and understanding maybe on a, you know, just protein and energy basis, dry back basis, we have really comparable feeds but if we could get the waste down or the transportation cost down for something, it, it makes it a much better value. Uh, it, it helps us go through some of those decision-making processes a lot easier. Anything else you'd like to highlight on this, Ben, as we point towards wrapping this up? You know, Aaron, it might seem like it's a little bit of extra work, um, especially if you're doing it all longhand here, but figuring out exactly what your costs are, um, especially if you can download that feed cost calculator and utilize that in our operations to really understand what our feeding costs are and, and how we can start to influence those and, and make good decisions when we're purchasing, uh, you know, protein and energy sources throughout the year it can make a, a really big difference on our bottom line. Uh, feed costs are, you know, up there and some of the highest things when we're looking at what it takes to uh, keep a cow around. And so if we can start chipping away at that and making good decisions, 
uh, it puts us in a lot better place down the road when we're uh, trying to figure out how to cash flow things and make sure we're profitable. I think that's a great point, Ben. You know, cow costs, as we look at those, usually feed is somewhere between 40 to 60, sometimes up to 70% of annual cow costs. So thinking about ways to make sure we're spending money effectively, getting the value out of it we can, that's a good place to spend some time and effort. So for more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. Again, the title of the article is The Price Right.